When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, this is Thomas Wickstrom from the band Therion and you are watching Brutally Delicious and this is more delicious than anything else. There hey, we are. Hey. Hey. <laughs> cool. All right. So I'm going to just jump in. And this may not be the way to start a show, but holy fuck. I just listened to Ruler of Tamog. Oh, great. Yeah. I am admittedly not the biggest symphonic power metal, whatever you want to call it, fan in the world. Yeah. That shit amazing. Thank That's you. Just, I love that. Thank you. That, That's the biggest compliment when somebody that are not really into the style you know that says that that that's great thank you i mean i can appreciate it you know i can appreciate epica and i can appreciate all that stuff it's just not my yeah. go-to but holy crap i was messaging dark a minute ago going holy yeah. shit how did i not know about this cool thank you yeah. that's great yeah. where are you guys that's from great. the states yeah i'm in richmond virginia he's up in new york all right and i'm sitting in spain you're in oh, spain nice. yeah but you're, you're Swedish, right? Degrees today in November. That's that's amazing. <laughs> that's yeah. Celsius, right? Celsius. Yeah, I, I yeah. can't translate things to Fahrenheit. I don't know. So listen, Google. Fahrenheit is the only thing that makes sense. Okay then. Okay that's, then. That's eighty six. <laughs> I, I give up. <laughs> that, that's eighty six. Uh, <laughs> so, 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 so you're from Sweden, right? Like, yeah, I'm from Sweden. I'm born in okay. Sweden, and I grew up there. Yeah. Yeah. So you're used to considerably cooler than this, right? Absolutely. I was speaking to my sister today. They had uh, almost zero degrees, which is freezing point. We know that. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe not. Speak for yourself. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> not Fahrenheit, so I don't understand it. Th th zero right, is 32. Right. So <laughs> I explain it for you someday. I try. <laughs> anyway, so the new record is due out, what, in like a month from now? Less than that, right? Yeah. The, the the launch is uh, 15th of December. 15th of December. Now that it's yeah. complete, are you guys satisfied with the outcome? Yeah, very. I was actually listening now with a, with a good friend to, just 10 minutes before we called each other. And she was like, she was sitting with her mouth open. She's not a musician. And that's what I think is fun, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, and she was sitting with her mouth open. And when we were... When we finished off the last song, it was silent. And she said, that's like biting a cupcake and find a jalapeno and the crab <laughs> inside. 
and like it. You know, that was such a good description. <laughs> I've never heard that before, but that's pretty Me amazing. Either. Signing a cupcake. Oh, wow. Like, you should write lyrics, I told her. Yeah. No, but absolutely, we're very satisfied. You know, we when we started off this work, uh, me and Christopher, well, he offered me, you want to write a new record with me? Sure, I said. So uh, the day we started to toss ideas for what I'm back to each other, COVID came. And ah. it was a total lockdown here. So, right. I mean... The only thing we could do was writing songs, you know, nine to five. And, and after that, order food from Burger King and get fat. Right. <laughs> the, literally. And Netflix. That was it. So we worked every day, you know, and we didn't know how long this would last, you know. And um, all of a sudden we had like a pile of songs in different styles. Because I was asking Christopher when we started to write, what, what direction do you want to go, you know? And he gave me the very clear instructions. It has to be good, he said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, thank you. That's very clear. <laughs> right. Which results in a, in, a, in a pile of songs with very different directions and styles, you know. Mm. So when we had these many songs, Christopher came up with the idea, let's not make one album, let's make three. Let's make Leviathan 1, Leviathan 2, Le Leviathan 3. And I thought it was a good idea. So we could put on the first record that the more commercial in theory and sense songs right. and uh the second one a little darker in its atmosphere i think and in this third one we go bananas more or less it's very playful and progressive no rules you know yeah. and that's what's so fun with theory and there are no rules and you can take you know inspiration from whatever that comes to mind you know and Do you that's ever that do you ever worry that's going to alienate some of your fan base because you don't really have like a core? If if you if you ask me ten years ago, I would suggest, but no, I I I, um, I think the the best thing with growing older is that you I don't care, you know, <laughs> because if, right. if it lasts full for me, hopefully it lasts full for for somebody else, you know, out there, and I think it is so far this trilogy has been going way over our expectations so that that's great so obviously some people have the same taste yeah i mean the production on it's so good everything is just so big oh thank you thank you yeah, I'm blown away because yeah, like that's I how said, we like it we like it big dark will tell you i'm not necessarily this sort of genre fan and it yeah. just totally blew my mind I'm sure cool yeah, he's you're into it dark oh, oh yeah absolutely uh, um, cool. <laughs> i think i may have seen you on 70k before too right right yeah you guys have been on right oh yeah we've been on there i think is it three times or two times we've been to jamaica and cayman and okay. yeah three times and haiti as well so yeah i was on two of those i love that cruise i love it it's the it's the peak of the year when you know that you're going on that cruise you know i agree yeah and then I've I have been doing it every year, and I love it. Yeah, me too. It's super. And then when you get off the boat, I have my relatives in in, uh, in Naples. You know. Oh, so you go visit? Yeah, which is great. You know, that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, when you guys were writing this, are you writing it with? Uh, well, let me rephrase this. Let me go back to this uh, ruler of Tamag. Sure. How did you get to? I don't usually ask topics of songs or whatever because I know they're all 
very subjective, but how did you get to that topic? That's a really dark. Yeah, it is. Well, we we use an, an outside lyricist for our songs, for 90% of the songs. And this guy, his name is Per, he's a Swedish guy. He's a, he's a language expert. He, he speaks everything that you can think of, you know. And he's also a poet, you know. Mm-hmm. So he has knowledge in all this stuff, you know. And when we demo a song, before we send it to him, you know, I sing the song, but with another crap lyric that I make up just to get the right. syllables right and blah, blah, blah. And then we can have a subject. Yeah, we want this to be, because when a song is done, you have a picture in your mind, what it sounds like. And you can send the song to him and say, we want it to be about this. Can you write something? Yeah, I think so. You know, he lives in the countryside. Yeah, sure. I, yeah, yeah, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and in two hours, three hours later, you have a fantastic lyric that you get back from him. Wow. That is done. You know, the only th- times we change something is when, when it's a vo- vowel that's not so singable, you know. Mm-hmm, and right. yeah, I, I fixed that, Mike. No problem, Mike. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean... Hey, if it works for Elton John, like Elton John, I don't think has ever written any of his own lyrics. I think um, I Bernie something like Bernie Taupin. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So I, I actually didn't know you guys did that. I'd never even heard of that happening for bands, except for Ozzy using Bob Daisley. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, we do that because I, I, I can write lyrics, but I, I wouldn't do any good lyrics when it comes to these deep topics because you need to have some knowledge about it, you know. And I'm only at the surface, and he's down deep, you know. So you kind of just give him the skeleton melody or framework and then let him just go from there? Yeah, yeah, that's basically What about topic-wise? Do you give him a topic, or does he just kind of... Sometimes we give him a topic. I have a song on this album called Midsummer Blut. And Midsummer is a kind of a Nordic celebration, you know. Right. And uh, I, I told him that this song is going to be named that, write about that. Thank you. But sometimes you say, go ahead, you have free hands, you know. And then it, it often comes up with something fantastically good. He's great. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to ask, <laughs> was there any, ever any thought of using like chat GPT for this? <laughs> like, how do you think that would go? No, you, you mean the AI thing? Yes. No, no. <laughs> Swear to God, no. No. <laughs> probably, probably, I we we could have, and I could have lied about it, but that would take the fun from it, you know. I one hundred percent agree. Yeah, it would take the fun from it. I so mean, I got a question for you. Yeah. Well, hey, friends. My name is Zach Lupiton. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like the Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolfpack. Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more. So guess what? After 150 conversations with some of my favorite songwriters from around the world, we are bringing brand new episodes to the Osiris Network. New interviews and intimate acoustic performances will be coming at you this summer. And which episodes are coming next, you ask? I am Zach Goody, the lead singer for the band Smash Mouth. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. My name is David Shaw. I sing and write songs with my band, The Revivalists. Trust me, these conversations go some wild places. So subscribe to the show on the road on Osiris, and we'll see you soon. Again.
30, 30 or 35 years in this business, you ever ever imagine you'd still be doing it and be relevant? In 35 years. Yeah, you've been doing this for about 30 years, right? 35 oh, yeah, years? Yeah. yeah, something like that, yeah. Ever imagine you'd still be making relevant music? No. But I, I, I always wanted to, you know, I always wanted to be in the, because this is what I can do. I mean, I'm a nurse. My, my father told me you should have something to fall back on if, if right. everybody, everything goes to hell, you know. So I'm a nurse, but I forgot everything. So don't come to me if you're sick. You know? <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, but, but really, yeah, this is what I want to do. It doesn't necessarily has to be. Now it happens to be rock and metal that I'm doing, but I'm I'm open to do other stuff as well. You know, right? It's for me music and, and the entertainment business like a buffet. I, I want to have the dessert, the meat, and the fish. You know, I I, I like that. So I, you sound like me because I have like I call a creative ADD. Like I'm always doing something. I'm doing the podcast. I'm doing some writing here. I'm doing some. There's always something I'm doing just to. Yeah, me, me, me too. You know, sometimes I'm writing songs and people are like, "What are you going to use that for?" Nothing. It's because I think it's <laughs> fun. You know, <laughs> nothing. Right, and it may, it, it may end up oh. using somewhere down the road. Who knows? But yeah, I'm always doing something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I wrote stuff that I, I unsellable stuff, but I like it, you know. So right. <laughs> I had fun while doing it. And you know, let's be honest, you gotta do this for yourself if you're gonna be in it this long, right? You gotta do what makes you happy and what you like. Yeah. You can't I mean, really I write remember... the songs for the for the audience. You gotta write them for you at the end of the day. Yeah. And and sh sure, I mean, it's great when the audience like a success is always great and fun, but it it's it doesn't have to be the number one priority, you know. Right. Do you know what I mean? And it also could be depending on how you define success, right? I mean, is success selling records or is success somebody connecting with your stuff on a level that you never... Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the, the commercial success. I right, mean, right, right. What I mean, commercial success is fun. It's good. Yeah. Because it opens door for you. Yeah. But, but it's not the primary goal. Right. Yeah. So to speak, yeah. What do you got, Dark? So when I was, um, it sounds like you have two videos out for singles. There's the one he was talking about, and then Twilight of the Gods, I think it was. Yeah. Okay. True. So my thoughts when I was listening to these, um, okay, I have a nerd question for like in a second, yeah. even nerdier, I mean. Um, it's kind of a cliche at this point to say a lot of symphonic power metal bands sound like movie soundtracks. I listen to these, I thought video games. Is there any like application of that when you're writing this? Well, I uh, I'm a sucker for movie movie music for for grand themes and stuff uh -huh. like that. Yeah. So it's not strange if it's if if something is, ends up sounding a little movie-ish. Mm -hmm. But it's you know when I write I I just write I I when I start to write songs very seldom that I have inspiration from from something. I go into the studio and I start to play and hopefully something good comes out, you know. But, uh, you know, and sometimes, you know, I'm just going to use four tracks for this song and I'm ending up with 32 instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And I mean, we have influences. I remember uh, when we were writing for, for these three albums, uh, when I had an inspiration that really came from a direct place, uh, my, my girlfriend had the TV on very loud in the living room here. And I was like, oh, fuck, you know. So I had to go to, can I say fuck? I'm sorry. You can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
I have to go out and, and tell her to, to uh, turn down the volume. And I went down to the living room and it was a documentary about flamenco. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. And I got stuck a little bit and I was, I wonder if I can infuse this music style into a rock or, or metal song and see what's happening. So I did that. And that song is called Duende and it's ended up on the record. This last, last mm -hmm. Leviathan 3. Yeah. And when I was done with it, I was like, I think Christopher might not like this one, maybe, you know. But I sent it to him anyway, and he was like, yeah, this is this is cool stuff. Let, let's bring it on, you know. That's great. Nice. Yeah, I do like the fact that metal, especially even fans, are accepting of that sort of thing, right? Because you've got the Norwegians that kind of add their folk sort of take to it. You've got the Finnish that do that. So I think that's pretty cool to add, you know, uh, native elements or whatever the uh yeah instrument. yeah even if flamenco is not so yeah fl and flamenco is darker than you think i mean all about all their lyrics are about horrible love or or <laughs> horrible cheating or or really or drowning in your tears it's extremely what? dramatic <laughs> wow i, I yeah. had no idea i didn't have any idea that's interesting yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> So on the lyric video for uh, what, what was that first song called? I'm sorry. Um, of Tamag. Yeah. Tamag. Um, so, uh, so like sort of hand in hand with that, not just movies, but I was, I was saying like a video game feel from some of these. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if you had like any direction here, direction but here. the font in that lyric video is almost exactly the font that's featured in the Diablo video games. You know, yeah. that was like intentional. I will, I will tell you thing about this this latest video the lyric video to ruler of tamag is ia but oh, we never made a secret about it ai yeah ai That's i mean it. sorry sure, yeah, sure. sorry yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we never made any secret about it we tried it as a as an experiment mm -hmm. and to tell you the truth it's not the best thing to say but i don't like it so we told the fans to make their own versions and send it <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, I like so that. We see what they come up with. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty cool idea, and that gets them involved even more on a different level. Yeah, we did that when we made the the, the movie, the movie, the album Citra Ara. Uh, we had a competition. You go ahead, do the video to this song, and uh, you win something. You know, I don't remember what they won, but yeah. So it's you get a, decent participation. Video. Yeah, the, the 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 official video. For, for that uh, single from that album is made by a fan. That's great. Yeah. I yeah, like cool. that. And we also had on one tour, we um, we had a backdrop uh, competition. You know, the fans could make it the, make the back backdrop. They had the measures and the nicest ones win, you know? Oh, I like that, getting the uh, crowd participation. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And we that always have a meet and greet and we don't charge for it, you know? Nice. That's funny. You just said that we were just talking to another band, Fading Nemesis. They said the same thing. They do meet yeah. and greets, no charge, and they meet everybody. She said she was at what the last show. I think four hours. She stayed to meet every yeah. fan in the place. Yeah, I mean, we we cannot stay and meet everybody though. But right, uh, right. No, I get it. <laughs> but you're not charging the five thousand no, dollars to meet you. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. I mean, Kiss needs that money. <laughs> Right. Kiss, was, Kiss was the band I brought up for this. Yeah, I, I think yeah. it's literally five grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's amazing. Money. I remember a friend of mine; he was taking his family to see Kiss, you know, 
And he saw this, this was kind of a new thing, this meet and greet stuff, this VIP ticket. And um, so he called to to, uh, to, to, to the ticket office, you know, in Stockholm. Hi, we, I, I'm going with my three friends and we want to, my three kids, and we want to have the VIP tickets. And when that girl said the price to him, you know, he dropped the phone. Are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> oh, forget it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, Gene, if it can be monetized, he's going to do it. Yeah. But with that said, I'm a huge Kiss fan. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. I'm at, we were just talking. I'm going to the last show in New York. Uh, Are you? For a second. Yeah. Great. Yeah, we're both going. Fantastic. Yeah, I can't wait. It'll be a hometown show and, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's a historical event, you know. Yeah, I think so. Because they were they were actually the the reason I got into to metal. There was no such th term as metal back then, but to hard rock. Which I was record? A magazine. I was like seven years, seven or eight years old. <gasps> this what is was, what I want to do, you know. What was your gateway record? Pardon me? What was the gateway record, the record that got you sold? Oh, Alive 2. Alive 2? Yeah. Yep, I think so. It Even was the first one for me. I, I still get goosebumps when I listen to it. Yes, yes. Because yes. it also takes me back, you know. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. another thing about music that's amazing, right? Because it takes, I think more than any other sense, it takes you back immediately. Like, you pop in a song and you're in the car, you know, with your yeah. girlfriend back in, you know, in the 70s or the 80s or whatever it is. It's really yeah. weird almost instantly there totally yeah yeah it's great crazy any plans to take uh therion on the road you guys got tour plans yeah we do we are kicking off uh the 21st of january in mexico city mm -hmm. and we're doing a big show there with with full symphony orchestra and full choir and uh that's gonna be great uh and after that we do europe china and i would love to go over to the states and canada to play the thing is that it's horrendously expensive now but maybe when you're in mexico you'll hear from andy and you'll be on 70k again right because there's a little bit of a window I there i would <laughs> love that if, if you meet him smear him up a little bit on the back you know <laughs> uh, he's had you guys on before um when were you last on was it 2018 2019 Good question. I don't remember, but the last time I went to, we were in Jamaica. I remember. Yeah, uh, but, but it wasn't this year, right? Seventeen. Seventeen was Haiti because that was my first. Um, sorry, Wait, I'm being I, a nerd. I, I think Andy's only rule is he won't do the same band two consecutive years, and you weren't on this year, right? No, you were not this year. Yeah. Oh, sorry, oh, was, he doesn't year. do two bands. Yeah, he doesn't do a band back to back. So. If you weren't on already in 21 or 23, no, then, yeah. no, 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 I was not. And you're going to be in Mexico, so we're going to put it out there. And if it happens, yeah. you owe me a beer on the pool deck. Oh, you cannot too if you're nice. <laughs> <laughs> you said a second ago, like touring the States is so expensive. So if you're already doing like uh, the festival in Mexico City, like yeah. let's, say, let's say you already got flights, like what, what's so expensive about the States versus Europe? The, uh, the f first of all, the uh, the um, work permissions. Oh yeah, yeah, the visas are extremely. Mm. The, the visas are mm -hmm. extremely expensive uh, for the United States right now, more than before. Mm -hmm. Which is a little sad, but you know, and also we we didn't get a proper offer 
you know, if, yeah. if we get a good offer from from a, from an American promoter, we would be the first one. For me, mm-hmm. the United States for me is holy ground. You know, when it comes to music, mm-hmm. that and England and a yeah. little Sweden, we have ABBA. <laughs> oh, I mean. Oh no, I'm gonna disagree. I'm gonna disagree with you. I think Sweden has a really good well, I guess I don't live there, so I don't know for sure, but from my opinion, it looks like Sweden has a really good metal scene, right? Especially like the metal scene. The metal scene is really good for being such a small country as it is, you know. But I mean, look at what without Chuck Berry and without whatever, you know, it wouldn't be any metal. You know, you you gave birth to it, you know. Yeah. Fair enough. But then yeah. Sabbath, like, you know, it sort of transcends, they, you know, Sabbath and Priest, UK, and then yeah. I guess the US kind of picked up with Kiss and then with Montrose, but um, yeah. just like, I, I got to share this story. I used to have a coworker who was from Germany, um, and in 2018, with the World Cup happening, uh-huh. I had this rule, I would root for whichever team's country produced better music, and okay. the, the nightmare matchup was Sweden versus Germany. Okay. I'm like, yeah. like those are two heavy hitters when it comes to metal. Yeah, yeah. they are. Yeah. But what, because true. because I'm a total asshole, like my friend being from Germany, I'm like, all right, I'm going Sweden. And I was Polo? Lost, you said Polo? Uh World Cup, soccer. Ah, soccer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Football, yeah. like sorry for your term. I but, misheard. I thought I'm a polo soccer. What? No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. The the World Cup. <laughs> but um no, I'm a total asshole, is what I was saying. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was my friend, of course, was vo- rooting for his native Germany. I'm like, you know what? Oh, yeah. um, I was thinking, like, I think over the last 20 years, I think Sweden wins that. Germany might have an edge historically because they have Accept and Blind Guardian. But, I mean, last 15, 20, I think Sweden's killing it. Yeah. And um, it just boomed. I think the first metal band from Sweden that reached a little bit outside the borders was a band called Heavy Load. Have you ever heard about them? I don't I think thought, I, I don't know the same the same. They they were not I made my first demo in one of those guys' studio. Really? Oh, wow. I sat for the first time in studio. And th- those guys released their album in Japan, I remember. <laughs> and that was a big thing back then. It was eighty three or so, 80, 84. And it was mm-hmm. a huge thing. And then uh, Candlemas came, Europe came, yeah. you know, so it, it just boomed. Uh, I was gonna say Candlemas. Candlemas is the earliest one I could think of. <laughs> what? Candlemass is the first like one like I can think of that made of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still out there. They're doing great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's that's gonna bring me to the end of my questions, Thomas. I appreciate you taking the time. Sure, no problem. Hey, if fans want to find you guys, can you uh, give us your socials? My what? The social media. It, it cuts sometimes. No, that's fine. If fans want to find you guys, it's it just Therion.com or. Yeah, Therion.com or or find me in Facebook like everybody else. <laughs> Fair enough. Dark, you got you know, anything else? You know, this with homepage is starting to die out, you know. It's it's a little boring, but you know, we have a we have a Instagram account, we have a Facebook account, we have homepage as well, but more people go to the Facebook ones and the, 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 the mm-hmm. that's I know. the brutal reality. Yeah, well, it means you don't need a webmaster anyway, but no. Nice. Thomas, thank you for taking the thank time. Thank you so I much. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And I hope to see you guys on the boat, okay? Yeah, I'm going right, to hold so beer. I'm holding you to the beer on the pool deck. That's great. <laughs> great. Yeah. See you guys. Well, my Cheers. Bye-bye. Right, bye. Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. 
Join me each week as I explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors, comedians, or creatives. From Chino Moreno of the Deftones, John Gorley of Portugal the Man, to Fat Mike from No Effects, and Ian Mackay from Fugazi and Minor Threat, we go all over the map. From Fallout Boy to Slayer, peer pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media.